Thank you for joining us for Working Through the Word, a ministry of the Richmond Church of Christ. Let's join our pulpit minister, Mike Johnson, as he brings today's lesson. I found it interesting that Tom began, and in his prayer, he thanked God for emotional stability. Because I saw him in my office right before, concerned about his bingles. And he, he made me proud to know that I'm not the only one that gets torn up when my team is playing. <laughs> but he had emotional stability. He was good. Okay. We've talked about the home game. Now we're going to talk about the away game. Home games are fun. Everybody's on your side. It's exciting. Everybody wants to be at a home game. I don't mind, and those teams don't mind away games, but they are different. Away games have a way of testing whether you are ready for the season or not. Away games test your readiness. And so a good away game helps you get ready for the future season. Here's another thing about away games. They reveal the weaknesses that you might have. Because in a home game, you can sort of hide them because of the energy in the building. But when you're away and the energy is against you, then those weaknesses can't be hidden. They seem to come out more and more. Upsets happen more, I think it would be true. Big upsets happen more at home than on the road. Now, the road upsets, the, the underdog who wins on the road, well, you remember those because they're, not, they're really not supposed to win. But the underdogs that win at home, you remember those. Those happen a lot because that's where mostly they're going to happen. The away games are very important. Go to Acts chapter 4. The text that we were using this morning, I want to continue with that text. And I want you to notice with me that after the home game, I'll remind you from verse 23. After Peter and John were released from prison, the text says they went to their own. They wanted to find a home game after the difficulties they had faced. And I want to suggest to you that that home game that we looked at this morning produced a successful away game because of what they found at the home game. Look at verse 32. Now the multitude of those who believed were of one heart and one soul. They had a successful away game because at home 
They developed a real team. They really connected well at home. And therefore, this home experience created a team that could go on their way game and do well. That entire multitude of people who were involved in knowing about and supporting their brethren being persecuted by the government, by the local rulers, encouraged them all to be a team. Neither did anyone say that any of the things he possessed was his own, but they had all things in common. Not only did they have a powerful team growing out of the home game, but they also had a community. Now, the community is bigger than the team. You can have a really good team of those who are directly involved in the situation. But then if you produce or have a community that's not only about the game, but about the rest of the time, and the community and the team begin to work together, they were all in common. Third, because of that home game experience, they were convinced even more that we have a good game plan. With great power, the apostles gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. We believe in the game plan. We know this will work. They had tried it in the midst of a battle. They came out of that difficulty, got together as a team and a community, and now even more, they believed in the game plan that they had been given. Nor was there anyone among them who lacked. For all who were possessors of lands or houses sold them and brought the proceeds of the things that were sold and laid them at the apostles' feet. They distributed each one as anyone had need. And they were convinced that they needed to have a sacrificial attitude. This home game produced a great away game experience because of what they learned and what they found out. They went to the away game. This morning we learned that, at least for this lesson, the home game mentality is the time when the Christians get together, when they assemble in the team and in the community of God's people, when we are in worship assembly, gathered as the body of Christ. That's our home game. That home game experience is so important. For the success of the team, we really need to make sure that we plan it, think about it, highlight it, make it work. What concerns me some about worship experience is that we get we get caught 
in the trap of just habitually doing what we've always done. One thing about it, I've been to, whether as a player, coach, or a fan, I've been to a lot of home games in my lifetime. And not one of them ever felt habitual. Not one of them ever felt like, well, we're just going through the motions. We had a game last week. We're going to have another one this week. We're just doing what we've always done. Every, every home game was an experience. Every home game was real. Every home game meant something. It never felt traditional. Lackluster. It felt intense. But sometimes I think our experience of the home game assembly really becomes more habitual. And we need to think through that. We need to think about that. We need to plan to make this experience what it needs to be for the success of the team, the community, the body. Because we're going to an away game. The away game, that's what's going to happen when we leave here today. Monday starts the away game. Because instead of all of us being together, we're now on our own. And we're out there on the playing field, the tough part of being a Christian. It's the away game. Look at 1 John chapter 2 and verse number 16. John tells us something that we know very well. Think about it in the context of the away game. All that is in the world. The world is the away game for the Christian. Living in the world, away from this setting, away from this assembly, away from the home game, that's the away game in the world. All that's in the world, lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. John is not saying that everything in the world is bad. Well, it sounds like it does. All that's in the world Lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, pride of life. Sounds like everything. Here's what he's saying. There is good in the world because God is here. Christian people are here. Morality is here. But what he's saying is all that the world can offer from itself, lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, pride of life. The world cannot offer something beyond itself. 
Think about that for a moment. This world will not continue. The world is temporary. How can it offer something past itself? So that nothing that the world can offer to us has anything to do with what's coming after it. The world offers what's here. And what the world can offer is pleasure in the moment. That's it. That's what he's saying. The world is the away game. The field, the gym, the stadium is the devil's. We are playing the game. We're playing the away game in the devil's stadium. Because that's who the devil is. <coughs> Excuse me. When Paul, Ephesians 6, wrote to the Christians and said, you need to put on the whole armor of God. Why? Because we're fighting against Spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. This world is filled with the spiritual wickedness. That's why it's an away game. That's why it's difficult. That's why it is very tough for us to fight. Because it's an away game. Satan is called the prince of this world. The devil's playground is the world. When he was thrown from heaven, the only thing left to him to do was to corrupt the place that God had made for us. He'd lost that place. Now he needs to corrupt this place. Because in corrupting this place, he keeps us from him. That's the only thing he has left. That's all Satan has at his disposal. And every day that we hit the field, every day that we're in an away game, the devil has intentions on us to keep us from having a successful life season. He wants us to fail. <clears throat> he doesn't want us to make it to heaven. The away game is tough. The away game is dangerous. The away game needs something. We need to take something to the away game in order to be able to be successful. So what's the key? What is the key to a successful away game. Well, first of all, let's put the home game in perspective. 
the home game, will not provide you or does not provide you something that you don't already have. A team playing in the home arena will not merely because of the energy of the home fans now have abilities they did not have until the fans started yelling. It doesn't work that way. So if we're going to have a successful away game, we need to understand the home game properly. We're not supposed to find in this time things that we don't already have. We have to bring something to the home game. Fans aren't able to give us something that we don't already have. Number two, the home game says, no, not every visiting team that comes is going to be easy. That's not how the schedule works. Just because you're at home doesn't mean that at home you've always already scheduled all the easy teams. That's why home games work so well. It's not true. In fact, if you're going to play tough games that you're really trying to win, you probably want to have them at home. You have a better chance. So just because you're doing well at the home game doesn't mean it's because the visiting teams were so bad. That's not what the home game does. There's something real happening at the home game. And that's a good thing. That's something we need to know. Because third, at the home game, not every bounce is going to go your way. Even in the home game, things happen that aren't good. There are difficulties. There are things you have to overcome. You can be behind and you have to come back. So the home game, we should not expect that everything is going to work perfectly and everything is going to be exactly what we wanted it to be. That's why the home game is so important. The home game doesn't keep the away fans from coming in. Even at a home game, you're going to get some problems. Even at a home game, there are going to be foes who are going to try to help you or make you fail. When we gather on Sunday, what do you expect? When you gather on Sunday, are you expecting that just being here will give you something in Christianity that you don't already have? Not possible, is it? It's sad, but I think there are people, whether they intend it or not, really have what amounts to this attitude. As long as I come to church, I'm having a successful season as a Christian. Not true. Someone asked me one time, Back recently, 
Do you have to be a part of the church of Christ to be saved? And one of my answers is, there are people in the church of Christ, the church that Jesus built, who are not going to be saved. And I think one of the reasons is they count on marking an attendance card as a way to get in. It concerns me. When you come here and we're assembled together as the people of God, are there no troubles and no trials, no problems? Is it possible that someone even in this time of being together could offend you? Could distract you? Could tempt you? Is it possible that you could be drawn away from the situation because of other things happening out there in the world that you brought here? Does the world ever come here? Sure. So we have to understand the home game. This is our home game. But now go to the text of 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. And I want you to notice the text that was read, <clears throat> some interesting things that might help us. I appreciate what Dustin said to me earlier today. He says, okay, I got to get back and figure out what this away game thing is all about. I said, well, there's only one point. Talk for 20 minutes, one point. You're finally there. He said, well, don't tell me. Don't, don't. I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to tell you now. I'm going to tell the rest of us. You want to have a successful away game tomorrow? When we hit the devil's field, here's what has to happen. In sports or in Christianity, to have a successful away game, you got to take the home game mentality on the road. That's what you got to do. And any team that is able to take and bottle and have the energy that they find at the home game and take it with them to the away game, the chances of success are far greater. If you came in here today, any time during this day, in worship assembly, and you were sort of down, the devil was knocking on your door. But after being here and being around and listening and praying and singing and studying and fellowshipping, if all of a sudden you go, when you left, wow, I'm, now I'm ready. Because you covered that up, got it out of the way, take it with you. Take this home game experience into your away game tomorrow. And it'll help us be successful. Look at the text. 
and how he put it. I'm looking particularly at verse number 11. Aspire to lead a quiet life. Now, that doesn't mean aspire not to talk. Think about it this way. When you're at the home game, and that noise is deafening. The same noise, <clears throat> deafening as it is, helps the home team. But it hurts the visiting team. Same noise. What's the difference? How you listen to it. Aspire to lead a quiet life. Listen to the proper noise. If we tune our ears to hear what's out there for us in the noise of the world, just like the visiting team, if they are going to win in the home game of the other team, they have to figure out how to tune out that noise. They got to figure out how to say, okay, we're not going to let that noise get to us. Isn't that what he's saying? Learn to lead a quiet life. I think a lot of that quiet life is about the idea of mental quietness. Not being in chaotic mindset. Just Make the noise work for you, not against you. Look at number two. Mind your own business. Stay focused on what you're intending to do. The world is filled with distractions. That's what it means. Lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, pride of life. You could say the distractions of the flesh, the distractions of the eyes, the distractions of pride of life. Couldn't you say that? I think you can. What does he say? Mind your own business. We hear that and we think, yeah, don't you tell me what to do. Don't you try to tell me something. Mind your own business. I don't think that's what he's saying at all. I don't think that's the point. The point he's saying is you keep your mind focused on what you know is the right thing to do. And when you stay focused, you have a chance. Number three, work with your own hands. Work with your own hands. In other words, you have a game plan, don't you? Don't you know what you want to do? Don't you know what 
should be done. Isn't it about remember the training that you've had? This is an opportunity when we're together, we're reminded over and over of the training that we've already had. And when we take this to the away game, remember your training. The text says that we are people who need to have a life dedicated to taking the home game mentality into the away game arena. Because it closes as we commanded you. The key to the away game success is to take the home game mentality with you. When you make a mistake at home in the home game, it's a whole lot easier to get over it because everybody's there. We're all working together. The fans are on your side. Your team comes around to pick you up and it's a lot better. When you make a mistake on the road, the margin of success seems to be so small that every mistake seems to be magnified and you start beating on yourself and you're upset and things are, you're up, you're just mad and you're by yourself because we're in the devil's arena. Don't beat yourself up just because you fail some during the away games. It goes without saying. Where are people most likely to commit sin? During the assemblies of worship? Or in the stadiums of Satan? We know the answer. So don't beat yourself up. We're going to fail. We're going to mess up. But remember... Every week, there's at least one or two or three opportunities for a home game to get the energy back to have a successful away game. I hope you want to be a part of the winning team because the home team of God's going to win. And if I can use the home games to help my away game, I'll have a chance. I can know that I'll be successful in the season of my living a Christian life. We hope you enjoyed today's broadcast brought to you by the Richmond Church of Christ. We are located at 1500 Lancaster Road in Richmond, Kentucky. We meet on Sunday mornings for Bible class at 9 a.m followed by our morning worship service held at 10 a.m. Our Sunday evening service is held at 6 p.m., and our midweek Bible study is held on Wednesday at 7 p.m. If you are in the area, we would love to have you as our honored guest. Thanks for listening.